Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is Teen Time with Alison Howe. Hi, this is Neil Chase, and welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. But this week, just one topic, the moon. Next Monday, the 20th of July, marks the anniversary of one of the most important events in history. Forty years to the day since man first stepped on the moon. But why was it so important? What was the space race, and why has man not been back to the moon since the end of 1972? This week, the science blog has the answers. The early 1960s was the height of the so-called Cold War. That's the war of words, not of fighting, between the United States and the USSR, which was the conglomerate of Russian states. But the space age was in its infancy, and it was only 1961 when Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin was launched into orbit and officially became the first man in space. That mission really started the race into space between the United States and Russia. It was the next year, 1962, that President John F. Kennedy made a pretty rash promise. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal. Before this decade is out, of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth, scientists had barely seven years to create the technology to send a man to the moon and back. Nothing like that had been done before, and all the technology had yet to be created. So the Apollo space program was developed by NASA, the American space agency, and by 1968 they were able to send a rocket to the moon, orbit it, and return the crew safely to Earth. But the Apollo 11 mission in July 1969 was the most famous one, when Neil Armstrong became the first man to set foot on another planet. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. In hindsight, it looks easy, but none of this had ever been done before, and even the three astronauts on the Apollo 11 mission couldn't be sure that they would return to Earth in one piece. Everything was unknown, and even on the lunar surface, they couldn't know for sure that it was solid and safe to land on. But having arrived on the moon's surface, time was short. After four days getting there, the two astronauts spent barely two and a half hours on the moon, conducting experiments. Taking photographs and collecting samples, then back to Earth, a splashdown landing in the ocean, and home safe. It's impossible to understate the importance of the Apollo 11 mission as a culmination of technological achievement as well as a mission into the unknown. There were six more lunar missions, and only the Apollo 13 mission went wrong, even though everyone survived. And the last time man set foot on the moon was the Apollo 17 mission in 1972. By then, they had a lunar rover to drive around in, 
and the six missions that landed on the moon's surface brought back a wealth of information and around 400 kilograms of samples. And, barring any meteorite strikes in the coming centuries, the footprints of all the astronauts who walked on the moon will be there for thousands or even millions of years. Why has man not returned to the moon since? That is partly due to the Space Shuttle program and the effort to get a fully reusable rocket to take components into space, which was hoped would be a start of a new age of space. It hasn't worked out that way, and with the two disastrous shuttle missions when all the crew died, and the technical problems with making a reusable spacecraft, the space missions beyond the Earth's orbit have stopped, and with no prospect of them resuming. And of course it is unbelievably expensive to develop technology that could send men beyond Earth. There is no immediate payback visible from trips into space, and so cash-strapped governments are less likely to spend big budgets to head out of our world. As for other planets, any journey to Mars would take a whole year to get there, and that too would be fraught with danger. Will man ever go back to the moon? If we're to conquer space and make the universe a smaller place, then it is inevitable that we will return. It would be an ideal stopping off point for further missions, but most experts agree that they don't see that happening in the next 20 years, and maybe many times longer than that. And that doubt makes the achievement of July the 20th, 1969 even more powerful. It was only one small step for man, but it was the biggest achievement ever for mankind. Neil Armstrong, 38-year-old American, standing on the surface of the moon on this July 20th, 1969. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. So, next time it's a clear night and you can see a beautiful full moon, just remember that 40 years ago, man was there, on the surface, and taking the first steps to a bigger future, whenever that will be. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. <laughs>